Coach Hubert Davis and Coach Jeff Lebo are two of the very best free throw shooters in Carolina history. Both top 20 and both over 80%. So did their greatness at the line translate into what the team was able to do in the first year of the Hubert Davis era? You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast, the only daily North Carolina show out there. I'm Isaac Shade, your host, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Tar Heels your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please don't forget, we're free and available anywhere you get podcasts, so go ahead and subscribe right now so that you don't miss an episode. For those of you watching, would love if you would also smash the like button and leave some comments as we talk about today's stat category, because we are in the fourth week of our summer UNC men's basketball stat series. We've already looked at three-point shooting percentage, scoring and rebounding and so today the fourth week we go into free throw percentage and for a very good reason because this team they were ballers <laughs> speaking of which by the way we have made it a habit of every tuesday when we do our summer stat series to have trivia tuesday and i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you right now folks this is a tough one. I would have gotten a couple, but I would not have gotten them all myself. So buckle up. You ready? In Carolina recorded history, there are six, count them, one, two, three, four, five, six Tar Heels who have made 87% or more of their free throws with at least 50 makes. Who are they? And bonus if you get which season and their and their free throw percentage. Good luck there. So six Tar Heels who have made 87% or more of their free throws in a single season while shooting while making at least 50 free throws. Who are they? Bonus if you get what season and the free throw percentage. The answer is coming at the beginning of the second segment. So as we do, we're gonna start by talking about last year's team free throw percentage. So we're going to look at the team and their free throw shooting as a whole, and then we'll get into the individual after that. And then we'll finish off by talking about, so what all does that mean for this upcoming season? The basic story, here's what you need to know about last season's team. They shot, you ready for this? 76.4% from the line. What? Yeah, absolutely. The best UNC team free throw percentage in almost four decades. Yeah, I'm not joking when I say that. The uh, The last time a team shot better was the 1983-84 Tar Heels, who made it a ridiculous 78.3%. And uh, that's, I mean, this team was only just, just within two percentage points behind that, so not too bad. Now, when we compare that to recent history, which we'll just use the Roy Williams era for that, as you can imagine, based on what I just said, it had been 40 years almost since a team had shot that well. So that means no Roy Williams team shot better than last year's 76.4%. There were 10 teams in the Roy Williams era, 10 of his 18 that made it into the 70%, but none, zero, not a zilch higher than last 
season. The best Roy Williams team free throw percentage was 75.7% in, any guesses? 2007-2008 season. And what was cool about that is they actually shot 75% in two straight seasons. The 0809 championship team went on to shoot 75.2% themselves. So that's that's pretty high, uh, pretty stinking good there. So I'd be really curious to see if the Tar Heels can match that this upcoming season. Now, historically, let's not just settle at the Roy Williams level. Remember, we just talked about that 83-84 team who made 78 0.3% of their free throws. Guess what, friends? Other than that 83-84 team, no other team in Carolina's recorded history, the record books, is higher than last season's team in terms of free throw team free throw percentage. That's right. Last year's 2021-22 Tar Heels had the second highest team free throw percentage in Carolina program history. Yikes. And by the way, that goes back to 1952-53. So that's how far back we're tracing. And so it it makes you wonder something. Is shooting contagious? I talked about those two seasons that were back-to-back of 75%. Roy Williams had 10 teams in the 70s. It was two streaks of five teams in a row that were 70-plus in free-throw shooting. And so you wonder if there's something to that and if that can be something that we can look at for the upcoming Tar Heels based on what they did. Now, what's interesting, what the Tar Heels did last season from the free throw line is they made a huge, huge jump. All the more impressive because they were coming off of the third lowest team free throw percentage in Roy Williams' era, those 18 Years. The only teams that were lower were the 66.8% shot, um, excuse me, that uh, the 2020-21 team, Roy Williams' last team, shot 66.8%. The only two teams behind were 2009-10, that NIT run um, coming off of the 0809 championship. They shot 65.3%, and the 13-14 team shot 62.6%. Yikes, that's the lowest of the Roy Williams era. And so when you look at that, again, two years ago, 66.8%. Last year, again, they shot, let me get back to the number, 764 that is a jump of 9.6 percentage points, almost double-digit percentage point jump as a team free throw percentage. That is the biggest year-to-year jump or gain in Carolina history. Absolutely. So from, again, 2020-2021 team to last year's 2021-22 team was the single biggest jump in team free throw percentage in Carolina history. Wow. And so that got me to wondering, why so? Why did that happen? I'm wondering why the jump from Roy Williams' last team to what Hubert Davis's first team did last year. Well, part of it is in the name I just said. My, my small sample size assumption of the Hubert Davis era. Number one, you have this move away from two bigs. Typically, the big men don't shoot as at as high an efficient level from the free throw line. And so this means that on Hubert Davis's first team, you have more better shooters taking more of the free throws. As, as we'll get to in just a second, Baycott 
the the main um, big man had the most free throw attempts on the team, but still you had more better shooters taking more free throws, and that's a win. The other thing is the name that I just said, Hubert Davis. Again, as I suggested off the top, you've got two of the top 20 free throw shooters in Carolina history on your staff in Hubert Davis and Jeff Lebo. Don't think that that doesn't play a factor in what's happening. Not that Hubert Davis hasn't been on the staff, but now both of them are and Hubert Davis is the head man. There's got to be something to that. Um, But also what comes along with that is now you've got fewer total attempts because when you're banging the ball inside more consistently, you're going to get to free throw line more. And so there's that. And so when we look at last year's total free throw attempts compared to the Roy Williams era, there were only five Roy Williams teams that had fewer attempted free throws. So um, overall free throw percentage, fantastic, right where last year's team wanted to be. It took a, a mix of several players shooting really well to do it and pull it together. Who were those individuals and how did they make it happen? And what is the answer to our Tuesday trivia question? I'm going to give that to you in just a minute after I tell you about LinkedIn. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people that you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a job post in just minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond of the world's largest professional network, over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find just the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions are going to make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and ultimately hire. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. Again, that's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Tuesday trivia answer. Remember I told you it was a tough one. There are six answers to it. And so there you go. Here we go. Let me remind you of the question. Six Tar Heels who have made 87% of their free throws in a single season while making at least 50 total free throws. That's a big number. Again, bonus if you can get not only who they are, but also the seasons it happened in. And hey, why not even the percentage? So we're going to go from six up to the highest free throw percentage in a single season in Carolina history. And folks, it's over 90%. That's ridiculous. All right, number six on our list. Daryl Elston in 1973-74. He shot 87.1%, made 81 of his 93 attempts. Number five, Steve Hale in 1984-85, made 87.6 of his attempts, made 85 out of 97 total. 13-14. Remember, this is the team that I told you had the lowest free throw percentage in the Roy Williams era. So without this guy I'm about to mention, they would have been up a creek without a paddle. And of course, that is Marcus Page. 87.7% 
made 128 out of his 146 attempts. That is ridiculous. Number three on our list, a guy we've already talked about on the show today. He is an assistant coach. That's right, Jeff Lebo in 1987-88 hit 87.8% of his free throws, making 86 out of his 98 attempts. Number two on the list is... Joel Berry in 2017-18, so the year right after the national championship, his senior season, just shy of 90%, almost did it, 89.3%, made 108 out of his 121 free throws. And number one, you probably know this if you're a big Tar Heel fan, is Shamond Williams in the 97-98 season, made 91.1% of his free throws on 146 attempts. So he made 133 of his 146 attempts, missing just 13. Boggles my mind. Okay, let's keep going with looking back at last year's free throw percentage, and we're going to break it down by individuals now. Um, This is not your Tuesday trivia question. We've already done that, but here's a bonus for you. You ready? Of the Tar Heels that attempted at least 10 free throws last year, who led the team in percentage? Just by the fact that I'm asking you the question indicates that it's not somebody you would guess. Ready? Leaky Black. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, indeed. Leaky Black made 86.8% of his free throws, connecting on 33 of 38, only missing five all season. Really, really impressive stuff by Leaky Black. So of every Tar Heel who attempted 10 or more free throws, he was the leading person in terms of percentage. Now, we must say that this was an outlier for his career. He did shoot leaky, that is, 85.7% his freshman year, but he only had seven attempts. And so, you know, that's very small sample size. More telling were his sophomore and junior years, where he shot 69.6%, and his junior year where he shot 69.2%. And so, going to really need to keep our eyes on that one. We'll talk about it when we prognosticate. We look ahead and predict what will happen in the 22-23 season. Now, this is a great launching point to talk about last year's individual leading free throw shooters in terms of percentage because the top three are all starters. How cool is that? And not all, not only are they starters, they're returners for the upcoming season. Beyond Leakey, next was Caleb Love. Mr. Love hit 86.3% of his free throw attempts and he made he took 153 free throws. So that is insane. 153 free throws. That is more attempts than any of the guys that were on that list of the the top six. And he made 132 of them. So just barely missed out on making that top six list. And then right behind Caleb was RJ Davis, who made 83.3%, connecting on 105 out of 126 free throw attempts. The combination of those three of the Iron Five, again, that's Leakey, Caleb, and RJ, an absurd 85.2%. They made 270 of their 317 attempts. Wow. Just really impressive, really helped the team do everything they ended up doing last year. 
what about some of the other guys from last year? Well, Armando Baycott. It was his highest single season uh, percentage ever in his three years. 67% he made last year on by far his most attempts in a season. He had 218 attempts last year, up from 124 and 127 in his first two seasons each. Now, Mondo's been consistent in his career. 64.5% his freshman year, 66.1% his sophomore year, and 67% last year. So there's just been incremental growth each year, but there's been growth each year. And so uh, Armando led the team in attempts again with 218. And Caleb Love was was second with 158. So you see a a little bit of a, a good gap there, but it's nice to see a guard with that many attempts. What about Puff Johnson? He's an interesting case to me. Why? Because last year he, quote unquote, only shot 72.2%, but he only missed five free throws. That number seems so low because he only took 18. He was 13 out of 18 from the line. That seems encouraging and good, but percentage-wise, it translates to only 72.2%. I don't think that's indicative of who Puff will be um, with a greater volume, uh, a greater number of free throw attempts, but that's what he was last year. His freshman year, he only had two attempts and hit both of them, you know? So percentage can be deceiving. Hey, Puff Johnson made a hundred percent of his free throws his freshman year. Well, he only took two, right? Oh, Puff Johnson only shot 72.2% last year. Well, he made 13 of his 18 attempts. So, uh, just take that for what it's worth. It's good to see. Styles. Dontre Styles is a bit iffy. Um, he only had f- just barely over 50% of his free throws last year. In fact, just one over. He had 15 attempts and made eight of them. So similar to Puff, a really small sample size. And so, um, you know, Dontrez is not known as much of a, of, of a shooter. Obviously, he had a huge three-pointer for the Tar Heels, but he's someone you expect to do better than 53.3%. But again, on small sample sizes, you'll have some of that sometimes. And so uh, you just got to kind of deal with it. And then the person we haven't talked about from last year um, is uh, Brady Manick. We're going to talk about him in just a second, along with the other departures. Um, just thinking about individuals in terms of who will be back. And so that that is the guys you're really looking at what Leaky, RJ, and Caleb did. And then um, we'll talk more about some hopeful jumps from some of the other guys. Um, here's the good news in all of it to me. My, my takeaway from looking at all these multitude of guys who can just bury free throws. You love games that come down to, you know, like toward last minute or two of a game when you say, hey, you hit your free throws, you win this game. You know what I'm talking about? This team is a team that you can feel comfortable with that when you get to this point. Because if you can, any of three guys on the court, that's 60% of, the, of your five players, get the ball to any of the three of them, and they're going to knock it down 80% of the time. You feel really good about that. Boy, you got, uh, obviously you're not going to hit them all because it's pressure packed in those moments, but boy, you feel better about it than you would if somebody else was in the game. And so love, love, love that. So you take everything the team did last year, second highest free throw percentage in Carolina team history. You take everything these individuals did to make that team percentage happen. What does it look like? What does it turn into for the upcoming season? Ah, let's talk about that now. 
let's first, we're going to talk about the expectations for the team that's in place, but let's talk first about who is gone. Well, you've got three transfers. That's Dawson Garcia, Kerwin Walton, and Anthony Harris. What did they do from the line last year? Well, it's a little bit tough. Some guys you lose, each of them was 79.2% or better. That 79.2% was Dawson Garcia. Kerwin Walton hit 100% of his free throws last year. And Anthony Harris hit 88.9% of his free throws last year. That's like, ay, man, you lose all that. But just hear me out on this. Yeah, Dawson Garcia hit 79.2%. But he only took 48 free throws, made 38 of them. That's really good. But less than 50 free throw attempts. Kerwin Walton, he hit 100% of his seven attempts, right? It's kind of similar to what I was saying about Puff Johnson earlier. So, yes, he's a great free throw shooter. You hate to lose that because you can stick him in in those scenarios. But it's not ultimately that huge a deal. Anthony Harris, same thing, 88.9% on nine attempts. Right, uh, so um, really low attempts for all three of those guys, but good shooters. So you do hate to lose them. They just didn't have the volume from the line. Brady Manick, uh, this is the one area where it's like, yeah, you know, Brady, maybe you can take your free throws on to the league or to Australia uh, down there because Brady only hit 69.7% of his free throws. Wasn't up to 70%. That wasn't an outlier. That's what he did in his career at Oklahoma. And that was on 76 attempts last season. So then what percentage returns to Carolina? That's something I've been really enjoying looking at as we talk about these stats. That helps tell the story of what you can expect this upcoming season. So you lose those four guys who we just mentioned, Dawson Garcia, Kerwin Walton, Anthony Harrison, Brady Manick. You also lose Ryan McAdoo, but he didn't even have free throw attempts last year. So let's move on past that. The returning players... If you, the, those who will be back, not including anybody else who's coming in, shot a combined 76.6% last season. Feel good about that? That's just slightly up from where the team was as a whole. They were 76.4%, and so just, just up a little bit. Now, let's take that group and look at what's new. Number one who is new, well, the biggest name coming in, Pete Nance who's we all expect to slot in where Brady Manick was. So it's natural. Then let's compare the two of them. Pete Nance, career 72.9% free throw shooter, 121 makes in 166 attempts. He's been in the upper 70s the last two seasons, including 76.8% last year in his most career attempts. That's encouraging. Uh, the freshmen coming in, Seth Trimble, Jalen Washington, Tyler Nickel, and Will Shaver, you almost, I, I don't even want to look at their, like I made it a point to not look at their free throw numbers in high school, even at AAU. Why? Because it is just a different beast stepping to the line in a, in a Division I college basketball game. All the bright lights are on, you're on national television, especially towards the end of a game. And so I, I just don't even want to be swayed by that. The pressure of big time college free throws is just a different animal. So let's just not talk about them and then see what they do as the season goes on. But what I want to do is look at Brady Manick versus Pete Nance. As we've been comparing these two guys, we've noticed some areas where Pete Nance 
at least his numbers have been better than Brady Manic. This is one of them. When we get to total three point three pointers made, that'll be Brady Manic, far and away. But last season, Pete Nance shot just over seven percentage points higher than did Brady Manic on more free throw attempts. So that's encouraging. He took more free throws than Brady and made more of free, you know, like at a higher level, I should say, even though he shot more. And so that's encouraging when we think about bringing that into the rotation. And then the big question is, who do we need to look at taking leaps from what they did last year? For me, the biggest leap needs to come from Puff Johnson. We talked about 72% last year, but it kind of being a statistical outlier because it was only on 18 attempts and he made 13 of them. I think that's deceiving. I think Puff is going to have many more attempts this year. He's athletic, he's a slasher, he gets to the basket. You love to see that. And I think percentage-wise, he'll move up to between 75 to 80%. That's just my prediction for him. I I need to see more from Styles. I I just, I'm not convinced he's ever going to be an 80% free throw shooter. Maybe he can get into the 60s or 70s. Um, I expect his attempts to certainly grow given his style of play and what he does. And so that means he needs to grow in his percentage. After being in the in the low 50s last year, I'd be happy if we could get Dontrez up to 65, maybe even 70%. Um, that, that I think could be good. As for Armando Baycott, we talked about his consistency in the mid-60s, up to 67% last year. Here's what I'd love to see out of Armando as the main big guy. Could he just take even a mini leap, get three percentage points higher, and touch 70%? That that seems like maybe it would take a, a big growth, but let me help you visualize what Armando would have had to have done last year to get to 70%. He took, again, 218 free throws. If To get to 70% last year, he would have just needed to have made seven more than he did. Mondo is highly capable of doing that, and I think he will. That's what we're looking at. The X factor for me, the huge question for me for next year's team, can Leaky Black maintain the level of what he did last year, or is he going to revert to something more in the 60s like his sophomore and junior year? Ah, man, really, really hope Leaky can stay in the 80s. That would be phenomenal and I'm going to put that expectation on him. He's a fifth-year senior. Make it happen, Leaky. We believe and trust in you. Bottom line for me about free throw percentage for the 2022-23 Tar Heels, get to the line more. Pat Kilby and I talked about this with Caleb Love last week, that we want to see Caleb get to the line more. The homie is 86.7%, I think I had said, on 150-some attempts. Keep getting there and keep draining them. Reminder, Black, Love, and Davis combined together, Leaky Black, Caleb Love, RJ Davis, shot 85.2%. Those three have to get to the line a lot. Not just get there, but get there a lot next season. So my my bold prediction for next year, you've got the return of Black, Love, and Davis, You add in Pete Nance, who again, remember, shot a higher percentage last year than Brady Manick did in more attempts. I'm going to predict that Armando will get up to 70%. And then you've got the the subs coming in, adding things here and there. But all of that adds up for me 
to the 2022-23 Tar Heels, not only outpacing last season's 76.4%, but also passing 1983-84's UNC leading 78.3% to set a new UNC program team free throw percentage record. I'm saying it right now. I know that's a crazy high number, 78.3 to beat that percentage, but that's why it's called bold predictions. It's not boring middle of the road predictions. So let's go with it. This year's Tar Heels best team free throw percentage in Carolina history. And that is how you end an episode, friends, on a bold prediction. Coming up tomorrow, that very coach, Pat Kilby, we just talked about. He and I are looking at Justin McCoy, uh, looking back at his first year in the Carolina Blue and looking ahead to this year. I really just want to say thanks again for you diving in to making the show your first listen or watch of the day. Hope it's been just a great time. Please, if you would, subscribe, smash the like button, and leave comments. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnHeels. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Shade. Get more on the ACC by making Locked On Heels. Uh, excuse me, Locked On ACC, your second listen of the day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On take you around the conference in 30 minutes, five days a week. Hey, it was great to hang out today on Locked On Tar Heels. I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Can't wait to hang out with you again tomorrow. And remember, it's always a great day to be a Tar Heel. Until tomorrow, peace! <laughs>